0: It is Friday, July 7th. I'm Scott Seidenberg.
1: And I'm AJ Hoffman. Dame
0: is amazed. And don't hit me, baby, one more time. Here comes the Vegas truth.
1: This is straight out of Vegas.
0: We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. NBA Summer League underway today. And Victor Wembinyama gets into it with Britney Spears. And UFC 290 tomorrow night. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? Uh, I don't think you heard me. I said Victor Wembinyama and Uh Britney Spears in the same sentence. Yes. And I'm not talking about him attending a concert of hers.
1: Oh, it'd be so obnoxious to have a seven foot four guy in front of you at a concert.
0: That Down be, in front, I am uh, sitting. Just be brutal. <laughs> what a weird story. I don't even. I don't want to make this the Vegas lead, but <laughs> it's just so funny that I got to talk about it. I am with so, you, so McKenzie. I don't know how much you know about this story, but Wembenyama is at the Aria here in Vegas. Uh, this is straight out of Vegas. am everybody, right? So we're all familiar with what goes on here in town. Uh, he's at the Aria. And apparently, Britney Spears, like, grabbed him from behind and a security guard took care of her. So
1: it, there's the differing reports, depending on if you ask Victor, or his team, or Britney, because Britney says she tapped him on the back. And she
0: was smacked for her troubles. I, listen, looking at Britney's Instagram lately, I don't believe a word out of her mouth. Okay. Why not? What do you mean? I first of all, I don't even believe that's Britney in the Instagram photo. That's her. I believe it, it's her. It's all her. CGI. It's, a, it's an imposter. You,
2: you think she's chat GBT?
0: Have yeah. you heard
2: that story? She, her sister is impersonating her. She doesn't, She has, hasn't been with us for a long time. That, that, ah. There's a
0: lot of stuff going on with Britney that's just really shady. What, what confuses me about this entire thing, and I'll read you the quotes in just a second. These people don't know about each other. I'm telling you that right now. Britney Spears has no idea who Victor oh. Wembinyama is, and Victor Wembinyama does not know who Britney Spears is. I, I, I know she's a global icon, but he's 19 years old and she hasn't been famous in a while. She's only been famous for the free maybe he knows about the free Britney stuff. But watch,
1: Mackenzie, do hmm? you know who Madonna is? Yes. He knows who who Britney Spears is.
0: I was hoping that they would free Britney. <laughs> That's all he knows about Britney Spears. You think he's, like, you know, singing Baby One More Time yeah, of in the course. showers? Oops. Anyway. Oops. I did it again. That was a terrible French accent. Uh, sorry. The I... French people are now really pissed at I you for that. I don't even care about that. I'm all right with that. They you. are really. If a French person heard you say that, they would go, right at you. Tuh. That was a French spit, by the way. See, the French spit differently than Americans. The French go, Tuh. Tuh. Americans go. They spit down. <laughs> yeah, that's a different kind of spit. Anyway, here's the quotes from uh, Britney Spears. She said she, quote, simply tapped him on the shoulder and his security, quote, backhanded me in the face. That's like we call that a bitch slap. Yeah. Like backhanded me in the face without looking back in front of a crowd nearly knocking me down and causing my glasses off my face. That's a weird way of saying that, Brit, but okay. Yeah. Now, when Binyama said this, that person was calling me, sir, sir, and that person grabbed me from behind. I didn't see what happened because I was walking straight and didn't stop. That person grabbed me from behind, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind. I just know the security pushed her away. I don't know with how much force, but security pushed her away. I didn't stop to look so I could walk in and enjoy a nice dinner, end quote. So at the time, he doesn't know who's grabbing him. Somebody's grabbing him from behind. Security took care of her. The reason why I believe Wembenyama over Britney Spears is because she can't reach his shoulder. She, how was she tapping his she shoulder? She can reach to like you. She could
1: tap on his shoulder blade, probably not on the top of his shoulder. We need to investigate this. She's five
0: three. He's seven four. Did you, you already look this up? Five
1: she, three, I mean, it's four? in her Instagram story. She says how humiliated she was because Victor Wimbanyama. She claims he saw the whole thing and laughed at
0: her. Okay, so she's five three. She said, "Yep, five three. which means with the wingspan, you gotta figure she's pushing up to what six and change. Yeah, Reaching say, up, yeah, I'd say that. And Wembenyama's how tall? Seven foot four. Seven four. So you, his shoulder is probably about six eleven. Shoulder range. I mean, the at, top of his shoulder. At best, she got lat. No okay. shoulder.
1: Uh, my son is in studio today, and he's about Britney Spears' height. Uh, he's so we need to, we need to raise his hand up. What's it? Raise hold the hand. Stand up, up and, Older, raise and raise your raise hand th- as high as you can.
0: Hold on. Raise your hand stand up. up. Stand up and raise your hand up. Stand, up. stand up. We want to see how high you can reach. I'll stand up now for reference. Now, you stand up for reference. Yes. Okay. Now, AJ's standing, and his son's hand is higher than his head. Reaches about 6'7". Yeah. 6'7". Okay. Wembenyama's seven at, at best, lower back. or I think you can m- hit the, the shoulder blade. Now we're getting into the parts of the an- anatomy I don't want to figure out. Bottom line is, I believe Wembenyama over Brittany because... I don't think she's credible. And if I put her on the stand, I bet you the jury would believe that. He's French. I don't know, Lloyd. Those French are assholes. (laughs) Tell me you know what that quote is from. From Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. (laughs) I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't, I don't know, know, Lloyd, those French mean. assholes. It's good. <laughs> All right, Wembenyama will make his Summer League debut here today, here in Vegas. That's the reason why we're talking about Wembinyama. Not so much with this Britney Spears ridiculous story, but the Vegas Summer League is here, and we will have a matchup between the number one and and number two overall picks here at the Thomas and Mack Center. I wonder if they planned it that way. It's like they did. (laughs) Mackenzie, what's the line right now? Spurs and Hornets tonight at Thomas and Mack.
2: Spurs are up to six and a half, open five and a half. Most famous man in Las Vegas right now taking money. Now they're six and a half.
0: So he hasn't played yet. We saw Brandon Miller play when the Hornets played in Sacramento. Does having a game under his belt help Brandon Miller for tonight?
2: He's played two games now, and he has 15 fouls and 24 points. Not Mm. a great start for Brandon Miller.
0: Okay, Uh, Spurs six and a half, five and a half, and people are betting on the Spurs just because of Wembenyama. I just feel like summer league is for the underdogs. Kind of like the Hornets plus six and a half is the move.
1: That's a that's a big it's a big number for for two really bad teams.
0: And how much do you think he's really going to play? It's his first game. It's It's his first summer league action, and they didn't want him playing in the Sacramento game because uh, they felt like, oh, well, he he went to the championship of the French League, right? So he played into into mid-June, and he just finished like two weeks before the draft. We had to give this guy time to rest, and he had all the circumstances of coming over, doing the draft, all that fun stuff, the press tours. So now is his first summer league game of what's going to be several games over the course of the next 10 days or so here in Vegas i got to imagine he doesn't play the entire allotment of minutes
1: tonight. I don't think so either. And, and there's really – I mean, McKenzie, you tell me. What else is there to like? What other first- and second-year players on San Antonio do we feel like could, could be uh, – could, could star?
2: According to Mark Medina, NBA insider, Victor Womenyama will not play a significant role for the Spurs in the Vegas Summer League. So he'll play, but he won't play a significant role. I would say that is an ideal scenario to betting the Hornets because I already thought – They were going to get they were going to get bet up because people like Wembenyama so much. He's also not that important to this spread. And you even get a seven at DraftKings. That is my best bet for the pot. I'll take the Hornets plus seven over the Spurs.
0: I think that's the move here. Um, Wembenyama, according to reports, he's only going to play at least one or two games. So he'll play tonight against uh, Charlotte, and then likely Sunday against Portland and the number three overall pick, Scoot Henderson, because he's got to make appearances. He is going to be at the NBA con event, which starts today. He's going to be part of the Saturday unveiling of the in-season tournament, and he's going to have an on-stage conversation with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hey in now. a session called, quote, exploring the evolution of... Of basketball. So he's making appearances all week, all weekend and all week here in Vegas. He's got things to do besides He's got to be a witness
2: for his security guard in that trial.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Now that's going on, too. Here's the crazy thing about it. Day one of the Summer League, 11 11 days of this Summer League, day one tickets sold out. Wow. All 17,500 tickets have been sold out. At the Thomas and Mac at UNLV, right? And the Cox Pavilion. Uh, And they said that on the secondary market, on a place, uh, Vivid Seats is one of the resale marketplaces, the average cost of a ticket, $96 for today. Wow, That tops the record of 86 that was set on opening night in 2019. (laughs) Zion Williamson made his debut for the Pelicans. This is only the fifth sellout. In Vegas Summer League history.
2: It's crazy. You know what happened at the end of the Zion game? You know what the final score was? Canceled. Earthquake. Hit Vegas. Oh, no. Crazy I do day.
0: remember that. Crazy That's day. wild. Uh, another interesting nugget, NBA data, this is according to NBA.com, shows that 98% of fans who purchase tickets through NBA experiences for Summer League live outside of Nevada. Mm. 13%. Live outside the United States. Wow. So the Summer League is growing in popularity. So be careful how you talk about the French for the next couple of weeks. But I, <laughs> I also think that a lot of this has to They're do around. a lot of this has to They're do with here. also the um the inaugural uh, the NBA con, right. the NBA convention that they decided to put on here that's going to go on because there's going to be a lot of people making appearances. It's not just the summer league. This is a big event that the NBA is putting on beginning tonight. So it it's all, a, it's starts wild. with 17,500 fans at Thomas and Mac tonight. It's a wild week here in Vegas with the,
1: the, the summer league starting mm-hmm. up and that NBA con. International Fight Week is going on right now, so there's like the the UFC Fan Expo and uh, it, or like where everybody's going out to meet fighters wow. and fights on Saturday. So like Sphere Open this week, Sphere Open. Yeah, I mean it is it is wild right now out here
0: in Vegas. It's Look, a hot ticket out. You know there. why? It's the Major League Baseball All Star Break next week. That's true. So there's the, the Home Run Derbies on Monday, All Star Game Tuesday, no games Wednesday, no games Thursday, and the league resumes on Friday. So next week is like that week where the SBs go on. Right, the ESPYS are always during the All Star break because it's the it's the two days in sport where nothing's going on in professional right. sports. I think there's WNBA games, but you know, like there's nothing going on in the major professional sports, and so all the athletes can get together, and then people can come on go on vacation or go to conventions here in the best convention city in the country in Las in Las Vegas.
2: Take that, Orlando. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you sh- you should have said take that Miami because. Uh, nice. Miami. See, that's a transition we call in the business. We call that. Uh, we don't know if the Miami Heat are going to acquire Damian Lillard or not. They were the favorite all along, and Damian Lillard kind of may have shook up the market yesterday. He sends out a tweet. I'm amazed. Interesting, cryptic. That was at what does that? What could that possibly mean? That was at 6:52 p.m. yesterday. And then 750 The Game, which is a sports radio station in Portland, said why. Good question. And Dame responded. Oh, okay. You know, he doesn't respond to anybody, but, like, it's Portland sports radio. Yeah. Why not, right? Throw them a bone every now and then. Well, maybe he's made buddies with those guys over the years. And he said, Some people have good relationships with the
1: players in town, <laughs> like me. <right?
0: laughs> well, Dame says, quote, at how people could know so much and so little at the same time, end quote. Mm. McKenzie, what do you think Damian Lillard is saying there?
2: It's a good question because there's a lot of speculation, as there should be, as there will be for the next six months until he's traded, about what teams have, what teams can offer. Is Jalen Brown in the deal or not? I'm hearing more and more that they are, Celtics are not entertaining that offer, and that's the only only trade I could see that would beat the heat because no teams are willing to offer much as people are speculating and reporting this comes a few hours yesterday after Lillard's agent reportedly, or the report came out, has been going team to team saying don't trade for Pacers, don't trade for Dame. <laughs> like, uh, what's another team that has been thrown out there? Uh, the Raptors. Don't don't trade. He's not going to play for you. He's not going to suit up. Whether that's an empty threat, whether he will sit for four years and lose $200 million or however that will be litigated is an open question. But he's very, very staunch in his position. It seems increasingly more so, and the Blazers are... Uh, in a tough position because they're only going to get less good offers from other teams the more these reports are circulated.
0: Yeah, if it's only one team that he wants to play for, well, there goes your leverage. Because now Miami's just going to be like, hey, listen, you either take our offer or you just keep a disgruntled player. And and then that's it. Uh, Because he's not going to want to get traded to anybody else. No one's going to offer you anything better. Take our offer or leave it. Uh, and then the Blazers might say, all right, well, then we'll just keep him. And then maybe Dame sits out. Who knows? There's a whole bunch of stuff going on that could happen with Damian Lillard. But how has the market reacted, Mackenzie? Do we have any updates on the odds? Uh, I know the offshore odds, we should yeah. say, because these the only place you can bet these is offshore, as far as Damien Lillard's
2: next team. I think because it's such a bigger market and so many more people bet it, I think if you're looking at the title odds day to day, that will tell you as much, if not more, than any special odds that Bet Online or another uh, another company puts up on the board. And the Heat's odds are steady at ten to one, nine to one in some places. That tells me there's like a seventy percent chance, not a hundred percent chance, that he'll go to Miami and they won't have to give up much uh, going back. There are special odds up, and they've changed a little bit. Bet Online put this up: Dame Loader's next team, if not Portland or Miami. <laughs> so that's they're such a big favorite that they don't even want to take money on them anymore. Brooklyn in that market is plus 150, Boston plus
0: 250. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it.
2: No, he's going to Miami. I'm he's pretty, going to Miami. That's what I'm thinking. This is
0: like a – It is like d- a, feels like almost a it lock. Feels it like, feels like a Joey Chestnut type thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not going to call it a Wembin Yama or a Conor Bedard anymore. It's a Joey Chestnut. <laughs> that's a lock.
2: 16. Well, champion. Him and Ric
1: Flair, 16-time world champions.
0: Well, I guess th- if we think about it – Didn't know that. Actually, Bedard's probably the best example. Because even Wembenyama at whatever it was. I mean, he's still on the board. Wembenyama was still on the board at minus 20,000. That's true. Joey Joey Chestnut was still on the board at minus 5,000. And the Miami Heat are still on the board, I guess, technically. Connor Bedard wasn't even on the board. He he was the lock of locks. They they were saying that there's no way in hell that he's going anywhere else besides number one to the Chicago Blackhawks. Anyway, uh, the Dame saga will continue. We'll have an update for you uh, uh, each and every show that we do. Let's guess right now. All right. What day does Damian Lillard get traded?
2: And if you want to say – not in the off season, You can say that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I'm going to say uh, closest to the pin November 15th.
1: AJ? I'm going to say a, a late Friday, like a Friday after 5 p.m.
0: Or Saturday sometime in mid-August. I like where your head's at with the Friday because I like the weekend news dump. Oh, yeah. Okay? The Blazers don't want to deal with that all week. Except, are you ready for this? Yeah. It's next Friday. I hope you guys are right. It's happening next Friday. Okay. Because next week, I mentioned it before. One week from all, today. Yes. I mentioned it before. All-star break in Major League Baseball. It's oh, a Agents are, there's nothing to do. Right? You can go to the SBs with some clients. Or, you're more than likely, if you're Dame's representative, you're here in Vegas with them. Yeah. Or you're here, not with them, but you're here in Vegas. And what are you doing here in Vegas? You're watching the Summer League. You might be trying to check on some of your rookies that you just signed, or you might be trying to poach some talent from somebody else. You're talking to GMs about your clients' deals that might not come up this year, but you're trying to. You're getting a head start on what's going on next year. You're walking through the Thomas and Mack Center, or or you know what, late at night, you're at the Win, you're at you're at the bar at the and you see <laughs> and you see a general manager, and you walk up and you say, "How you doing? You know, I just just came in to get a drink with my lady. By the way, hey." Why don't we schedule time for you and I to sit? Let's talk about my guy's deal for next year. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, no problem, man. Listen, there's no no rush on it, but we're we're both here in town. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to Nobu. Fezzik's gonna get us a comp. Let's go uh, have a drink and we'll chat. I think next week here in Vegas, deal gets done next Friday, a week from today.
2: Damian Lillard gets traded. Okay, I could see that happening. Someone told me Nobu was the fifth best sushi restaurant in las vegas i was like this is not what i've been hearing this is not what i've heard i haven't Didn't gone you say it was like the greatest meal of all time I I mean, gone, maybe, maybe,
1: it's in the top 10 meals that i've had right. now i know there's multiple locations here in vegas is there okay okay but so I've, maybe that's
0: four and five I don't. Know. everything
1: i've heard is the one at caesar's is is the the premier one so i gotta try I, these other places i'd, I'd have places. a hard yeah there they must be some good secret places well that
0: new ocean prime opened up uh, by um, I guess by Planet Hollywood kind of Ocean Prime opened up. It's like, there's like a separate elevator that goes to the restaurant. Oh, fancy! Yeah. It's a very fancy uh, steakhouse. So that's like the new. That's like the new spot right across from like the Aria. Okay. Or Ocean Prime. yeah, Ocean Prime. Yep, that's the new. Uh, that's the new spot. It's where everyone's heading out. So check that one out when you guys get a chance.
3: DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick Six. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With pick six, you're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download Pick Six app now. And sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem.
0: Major League Baseball. What a fun day it was on Thursday. You saw benches clear in Arizona between the Mets and the Diamondbacks. Oh,
1: I didn't see that. Yeah, because they because th- they got their ass kicked.
0: Well, they threw it. Francisco Alvarez, who's been red hot, he homered again. Uh, the Mets just absolutely obliterated Arizona, nine nothing. Boy, I couldn't have been more wrong on that one. Um, and the Mets are just red hot right now. They they're undefeated in the month of July. Okay, undefeated in July. The Mets looking to to make a run here. Maybe they trade for Otani because they're so hot right now. They just keep winning. Maybe that's – I think something has changed with the New York Mets. If you've watched any of their games over the past couple of days here in July, they're playing harder. Now, I know that that doesn't make sense. It's like, what do you mean? It's baseball. Like, you can only, like – You throw the ball, you catch the ball, you hit the ball. It's not like uh, NBA where you can play tougher defense, right? Or football where, you know, maybe you you push a little harder on the line or something like that. But when I say playing harder, what I'm seeing from the Mets is I'm seeing guys, as soon as they hit the ball, sprinting out of the batter's box to leg out doubles. Like what you're supposed to do. Yes. (laughs) I'm seeing guys sprint out of the box to beat out a ground ball to the third baseman in the hole. That's a bang-bang play at first, but they're being called safe. I'm seeing guys take off from second and score on balls that probably the third-base coach would normally hold you up on, and you'd be conservative because you don't want to get thrown out at the plate, but they're forcing the issue. The bats are hot right now. The pitching, Carlos Carrasco, where did this come from? Last night, Cookie Carrasco throws eight shutout innings, only three hits allowed. Uh, and, and we th- talked about Ryan Nelson being hot. Oh, that guy stinks. Yeah, back to back to, you. You called it. Yeah, oh, I, I wish I did. Uh, but the Mets now have won five straight games again, undefeated in the month of July. And tonight, go to San Diego where they're underdogs against the Padres. I'm sorry. I'm betting the Mets. Justin Verlander's on the hill. you Darvish for the Padres. The Mets are the play.
2: Do you think they're responding to Cohen calling out the team a week ago? Yes. Seven days ago.
0: Yes. Or I think they're responding to Buck Showalter's job being on the line. I think they're responding to possibly the idea that the Mets could trade for Shohei Ohtani. And it's not just about the team thinking. Because it, it's when you are involved in trade rumors, two things happen. And I've had multiple players in multiple sports tell me these things. So this isn't just me making it up and people say, you never played professional ball. I know I didn't play professional ball, but I've worked in sports radio for years and have interviewed many professional athletes and we've talked about these things. I've had co-hosts who are former you professional athletes. have been a contender. Anyway, two things happen when your team or players are involved in trade discussions. One, teams get a boost because they're excited about the potential when when your team is involved in trade rumors and this uh, when i say trade rumors i mean about acquiring players not about giving away players sure as a player on the team you get a sense of confidence knowing that your organization is trying to win they're trying to put your team in the best situation to win so you get that little boost of excitement saying wow the general managers behind us, the owners behind us. They want us to win. You know, I guarantee you, players on the A's and the Royals, they don't feel that. That's true. But players on the Mets right now, when they're saying, hey, we can go out there and get Otani, they're thinking, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're in this now. All right. We're trying to win this thing. Let's go. And the other thing is, players are playing for their jobs. Right? Guys want to show that they belong on this team. They don't want to be the cast-offs. Yeah. They don't want to be the ones sent away because the team is looking to bring in some better players. In fact, they probably don't want the team to trade for anybody. They want to show that the team is good enough as is. And if there's camaraderie in that clubhouse or that locker room or that dressing room, yep, different sports call, it different things. If there's camaraderie there, then the players sometimes don't want there to be a trade. And so they come together, they play harder for each other, And wins are a result of that. And I think that's what's happening with the New York Mets. Five straight wins is not a fluke. And now I think they'll make it six tonight against the San Diego Padres. But I want to talk one more thing about that Diamondbacks game last night. Corbin Carroll, the star sensation, rookie sensation for the Diamondbacks, who was not only the favorite to win the rookie of the year, but was the second favorite behind Ronald Acuna to win the MVP in the National League left the game after a swing and miss grabbing his shoulder. Looked pretty rough. It looked to me like a labrum or rotator cuff. I'm not a doctor. I didn't stay at a Holiday and Express last night. But this is a guy who had shoulder surgery back in May of uh, 2021. And earlier last week left the game against the Rays because he felt something in his shoulder. I think this is a bad sign for one of the bright young stars in all of baseball. I wouldn't be surprised if we do not see him play in the all-star game next week, which would be a bummer because he's from Seattle. I mean, it's got, it's almost an automatic that he wouldn't play, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you, yeah. you don't want to take, it, you, no. you don't take any chances with something like that. He's batting two ninety, eighteen 18 home runs, 24 stolen bases, and is a stud. Out in the outfield. Mackenzie, I gotta imagine rookie of the year odds are off the board right now in the National League.
2: They are currently. He was minus five hundred at one point. Next closest Ellie de, de la Cruz at plus five hundred. Uh, before if these w- get- would you bet me right now, even money, Carol, to win the award? Because my first thought was let's bet Ellie de- Ellie de la Cruz, this looks like something serious. First of all, I gotta interpret, you know, the video. I'm not a doctor either. Yeah. Second of all, how much how long could he be out and still win the award? Three weeks. If he if he's doesn't come back till mid August, you don't think he wins it?
0: Unless Dela Cruz doesn't do anything. Right. But he's so good. The benefit they have right now is that they got a week off next week.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cool. They
0: got time off. So he can not play the rest of the weekend. He'll have all of next week off. Maybe he doesn't play the next weekend either. And so you're giving this guy ten to fourteen days off before he comes back. And they can maybe put him on the ten day IL, so you, you get it, you give him three yeah. weeks off, you know. So um, there's ways that they can manipulate their roster to give him time. I actually think Dela Cruz is a value bet right now because if this is a re injury of that surgically repaired shoulder and he's out for the year, Dela Cruz is winning this award. Yeah, and I I'd because be, right now the
1: only thing probably keeping Dela Cruz from being a real contender is he missed the first part of the season.
0: Yes, but. It's better to miss the first part of the season, come on and then shine. Yeah, rather than to. No, I agree. Yeah, and uh, Bob Nightingale last night tweeted out: "Corbin Carroll has shoulder discomfort. Doctors say everything checked out fine with his strength and stability of his shoulder. Manager Tory Lovello and the Diamondbacks are optimistic, but he will undergo an MRI just to make sure he is fine." So they'll get the results of the MRI later on today, but I wouldn't expect to see Corbin Carroll till at least next weekend. Okay. For the Diamondbacks, which means this is a team that actually is, you know, holding on to first place right now in the NL West, but has not looked good lately, losing four straight games, losing six of their last 10, and now losing one of their key pieces. And now losing arguably their their best player, one of their best players. Yeah. Uh Dodgers right now half game back. Looking real hungry, the Dodgers. Let's take a look at the schedule here for the rest of Friday. Braves are at the Rays. This is an incredible series, which could very well be a World Series preview. Tyler Glass now against Charlie Morton. Uh, Good pitching matchup, too. uh, Let me give you the rest of the series, AJ. So, it's Glass now, Morton tonight. Tomorrow, Taj Bradley, Spencer Strider. Sunday, Sunday. Bryce Elder, Zach Eflin, who wins this series? Give me the Rays two out of three. You like the Rays two out of three? Yep.
1: Just because they're home? or I think because they're home, and I, I think that— I think the Braves win the Strider I game. think the Braves win the middle game. Okay. Rays win the sandwich action. All right.
0: Phillies are at the Marlins. The Philly. Don't look now. Phillies are red hot. Three straight wins. They look they re- really good lately, especially offensively. And they are creeping up on the Marlins for second place in that division. I lost a wager on the Marlins yesterday,
1: Scott. Yep. They put up nine hits. Yep. Zero runs. Yep. Ben That's hard to do. Yep. You know, it's hard. You know what the to-
2: chances are? I looked that up because you told me in pre-production. What are the chances? What do you want to guess? Uh, I'll go twenty-five percent. Nine hits, zero runs has happened in one percent of games where there was nine hits. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Tough <laughs> That's, beat. That is terrible.
0: Well, listen, they needed more than one run to win the game. Yeah, but you can't win a game where you don't score any runs. That's true. Uh, Zach Wheeler gets the start for the Phillies. Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. Philadelphia minus one twenty-five. Blue Jays are at the Tigers. Oh, the Blue Jays are doing it. Alec Manoa, they're bringing him out. Gets the start for Toronto. Alex Fayedo comes off the IL. To get the start for Detroit, Toronto's minus 140. I like the over here because I don't trust either of these pitchers. You know what this line opened at? What's that? Minus 165. Man, it was bet down. Yeah.
2: yeah. I believe so. Big fan of the show. I've talked about it before. Michael in Toronto has weighed in. He says Alex Manoa is back. He looks a few pounds lighter and has found new mechanics. I don't know mm. what insider information Michael in Toronto has. But they are excited to see this guy back. He found a new mechanic for his for his BMW. Uh,
1: it's
0: it's the same old shit pitching. Elsewhere, the Cubs are at the Yankees. And speaking of returning from the IL, Carlos Rodon makes oh, his twenty twenty three debut for the Yankees. The Yankees are minus one seventy. Former Yankee Jamison Tyone goes for the Cubs.
1: It seems like a big number next to Rodon after such a lengthy layoff. Yeah, I don't know how long he's to He's not going go to get much game. length, you wouldn't mm-hmm. expect. So I, I, I wouldn't want to back the Yankees here.
0: Rangers are at the Nationals. Corey Bradford goes for Texas. Trevor Williams for D.C. Royals at the Guardians. Daniel Lynch for the Royals. Aaron Savali for the Guardians. Guardians minus 195. Red Sox are favored over the A's, of course. Luis Medina goes for the A's. A's back to earth today. Yep, Bernardino going for the Red Sox. Orioles at the Twins. Cole Irvin for the Orioles. Eli Ober, who's been pitching great. He goes for Minnesota. Minnesota's minus 155. The Reds are at the Brewers. And speaking of pitching great, um, Andrew Abbott's been awesome for Cincinnati. And they're underdogs in Milwaukee against Corbin Burns and the Brewers. I don't hate the Reds here. I really don't. Uh, The Mariners are at the Astros. Luis Castillo goes for Seattle. And Hunter Brown for the Astros. Cardinals are at the White Sox. Jordan Montgomery against Dylan Cease. Even spread for Dylan Cease today, AJ. I Again,
1: I don't like the Cardinals. They beat me yesterday. I might be back in the back in the arena against
0: them today. Diamondbacks will look to get off the schneid, and they got the perfect guy to help them do so. Zach Gowen on the hill. Uh, speaking of the hill, Rich Hill getting the start for the I Pirates. Know. I got to be honest, with Corbin Carroll out and the Diamondbacks kind of slumping, I actually like the under in this one because I know Zach Gowen's not going to give up runs at home. And Rich Hill has done a decent job of keeping some lineups uh, off balance. And like I said, with the way the Diamondbacks have been playing lately, I just don't trust them to score some runs. Fair enough. So give me the under in this one. Uh, Elsewhere, we talked about the Mets at the Padres. Angels at the Dodgers. Griffin Cannon going for the Angels. Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers. Dodgers are minus 178. And then Austin Gomber gets a start for the Rockies in San Francisco against the Giants. Ross Stripling goes for San Francisco.
1: UFC 290 this weekend. Two titles on the line. I'm going to give you two picks here for the uh, for the event. I'm going to go first in the main event, Alexander Volkanovsky, Yair Rodriguez. I'm going to go doesn't go the distance at minus 120. I like Volk here a lot, not enough to bet him at minus 350. Instead, I'm going to predict the fight doesn't get to the scorecards. Yair Rodriguez is a truly defensively flawed fighter. And he is going to be frustrated against a guy like Volkanovsky, who's as crisp and and technically sharp uh, as he is. And I think as he gets down on the scorecards, he's going to take more chances. Those chances are going to lead to a finish. I also think the opportunity is going to be there for Volk to wrestle. Uh, And if he can get him down on the ground, I think he can wear him out and maybe finish him on the mat there. So I like that fight not to go the distance at minus 120. My best bet on the card, though, I'm going to go – With Robert Whittaker against Drekas Duplessis, pardon me, I'm going to go over two and a half rounds, and you can get that at plus 140. And Robert Whittaker has dominated everyone, not named Israel Adesanya since he moved up to to middleweight. But it's been a long time since he was a finisher. This is a guy who who just piles on volume, wears you down, and and wins rounds. Duplessis, I see why it's plus money, because Duplessis, 21-fight career, He's been at the scorecards once. He is a finisher. One in well, twenty-five. But, but and it's plus one twenty. It's plus one forty. Okay. But most of one the, <laughs> Most of these, most of these guys that he finished. We're in South Africa, which is a, an underdeveloped uh, regional scene. So he's beaten up on a bunch of cans, basically. Sure, sure. His one decision that he has gone to was one of his UFC fights, one of his four fights in the UFC. So And this is by far the best competition he's faced. So I think Robert Whitaker takes him into deep waters. I think this goes over two and a half rounds. I love getting the plus 140 here.
2: I like that. I like it's contrarian, but it's completely logical. On your first bet, the Volkanovski... Uh, I'm seeing under four and a half minus one twenty-five. Is that pretty much the same as no? As Very
1: one? similar bet, yeah. Like different books will say uh, under four and a half rounds. Some will say doesn't go the distance. I actually like that better. If, if it's I mean,
2: four rounds, does it matter how many seconds are in, go go by?
1: Two and a half, two and a half minutes. Two, the two and a half minute mark is the is the halfway part of, of round. So it uh, could four.
2: go over four and a half and still not make the distance.
1: Yes, that's added value. Yep. minus one twenty, and nice. you get the extra five cents.
0: Asia, how crazy is Bo Nickel being the highest favorite ever? In a UFC event, he, he's now minus twenty eight hundred on DraftKings, and he was higher than that earlier yesterday.
1: Yeah, this he was uh, up to minus thirty five hundred at one point. This is, I mean, it's it's unprecedented. Um, it, it, he was it's expected to fight on Gore. He had to withdraw from the fight, so they got him a late replacement, a guy named Val Woodburn. And Val Woodburn is seven and zero but he's, like, literally, they're bringing him in off the street like on three days' notice to fight Bo Nickel. It's, it's really an absurd ask of him, uh, and it's
0: a, it's a justifiable favor. I, I mean, I, I, you, obviously, you can't bet this. You well, can't. Me, I'm going I'm to ask you two bets, okay. which is the better bet. Bo Nickel to win in round one, minus 400,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or Bo Nickel... To win by submission, minus 225.
1: Bo Nickel to win in round one is a safer bet. Because
0: there's a chance he knocks him out in round one. Okay.
1: Yeah. But I do do think, like everybody's saying, well, what if this guy drags Bo Nickel? Or like if Bo Nickel wants to, you know, kind of show what he can do. This isn't the – what I did – I watched some film on this guy. And what I did see out of him is – he, I don't think he's a very technically strong fighter. Mm-hmm. He's actually a bad defensive wrestler, which plays right into Bo Nickel's strength, obviously. Yeah. But he he's got real power in his hands. Bo Nickel's not going to want to play around with a guy like that.
0: He's going to take him to the ground. He wants to take it
1: down and and finish the fight as soon as possible. Uh, so I I think that first round prop at minus four hundred is the best way to get at uh, if if you feel like man I have to bet on the Bo Nickel fight. In the first round, minus 400 is the way to go. But even that feels like just a bridge jumper bet, doesn't it? Like it well, minus it 400?
0: Last time I did, it was, wasn't was that minus 400. But last time Bo Nickel fought, I had – it was like minus 250 or 280. Yeah. And I laid it on Bo oh, Nickel yeah. to win in round one. Any submission in round one? You, and you were getting a little nervous, I was getting you? a little nervous because yeah. the, the, the clock was but ticking. But got the job done, baby. And then I was, I was like, hey, get, I was like, come on. And then yeah, the guy Bo, tapped out.
1: Bo Nickel doesn't play around a lot. He's uh, He has done a lot of work in very, very short amount of cage time. Yesterday was a day for me, Scott. I finally completed an Immaculate Grid
0: uh, at ImmaculateGrid.com. Okay. I've heard of this, but I, I think I know what it is because I've seen it on TikTok. I can't believe you're not on this. No, so I've seen videos on TikTok. I thought it was just like a John Boy thing. Like it's they, Wordle for sports nerds. That's what the explanation is, yes. So, like, everyone gets the same board every day. You get a new board every day, uh-huh. and
1: yesterday you only get nine guesses at nine spots. You've got nine spots to fill. Uh-huh. Basically, it's a three-by-three three board. And there's three on the horizontal axis, three on the vertical, and you've gotta you've gotta find players who fit both profiles and then, so and then don't teams you, and or don't you
0: get more points for like the rarer
1: yes. the, the player is uh, yeah, a rare pull gets you some extra points. okay, so, but yesterday was the first time I did it in nine nine guesses so I, I actually completed the grid i I thought I did it once before I got ripped off, I think because uh. Uh-huh. It tried to tell me that Ryan Braun never made an all-star team with the Brewers, which is obviously nonsense, but I, I digress. It could have been a misclick on my part, but yesterday, clean nine for nine. Uh, I, so I thought today we could go through one together. Like we can. The, the new board is up this morning. I love it. And we can see what, what kind of a score we can post All here. Right. So uh, a t- today at ImmaculateGrid.com, across the top, you've got... Players who played for the Colorado Rockies, oh, okay, the Atlanta Braves, all right, and players who have had a 40 home run season—that seems easy. Okay, on the horizontal axis, you've got Detroit Tigers, St. Louis Cardinals, and New York Yankees. So, a great intro for you uh, to to pick players from the Yankees. This should be pretty easy for us. So, uh, where should we start? Do you want to start with a, a, a Yankee uh, a, a Yankee play?
0: No, let, I think let's start with like. Let's start with ones that we know for, like, that we're 100% sure of. Miguel Cabrera hit 40 home runs for Detroit. I, but that's going to be the first one people think of. Oh, we want re- we want someone a little more under the I radar. Thought, are we trying to get it right? Or yes, are we just trying- but I,
1: I, I know a t- Detri- Cecil Fielder hit over 40 home runs, and less people who are playing this game know who Cecil
0: Fielder is. So, okay, so it's not just about getting it right. You want to make sure that we, like, get – Extra points for. Yeah. Okay. All right. If so, you can. All right. I mean, you want to, if you've got multiple answers, you want to go with the guy you all right, think would no, be used So let's less. go Cecil Fielder. All right. Cecil Fielder, 11% used Cecil Fielder. Cecil Fielder, I just clicked in. It says 17%. So after, must must have been after oh, you clicked it's an, it. it's an early morning. Now we clicked it. So we're good. All right. We're getting the first crack at this so, bad boy. All right. all right. So now. St. Louis Cardinals is an easy
1: one with Mark McGuire, but is there anyone we can think of who's hit 40 home runs for the Cardinals that isn't Mark
0: McGuire?
2: By the way, Miguel Cabrera, seventy-five percent have responded. Ah,
0: see, that's it was smart of us. Yeah, obviously. Um, I mean, we want who would have suggested
2: Miguel Cabrera to start (laughs) off? I
0: mean, come on. So we want card. We want rare Cardinals. So we want somebody that's not Maguire. I I would say not Maguire, not Pujols, because that's obviously those the top two. You know, uh, man. Those are the first two that come to my mind. I, I know. I, I Stan wanna, Musial. I don't know that he ever no, hit 40 we home can't, runs. We, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I know
1: who did hit 40 home runs for the Cardinals, Jim Edmonds. Did he? Yep.
2: Stan Musial peaked out at 39. I'll, that's the last stat I'll give. I won't okay. pick up any more stats. I think, I think Jim, Jim Edmonds, Edmonds
1: is the best The best I, we're going to do. I'm almost certain, Jim, but I'm not 100% that Jim Edmonds hit 40. Mm, I, I think that, Yeah. I mean, should we play it safe and go holes or McGuire? Who do you think's got uh, a, a fewer clicks? Jim Edmonds has fewer clicks. Do you think? Are you certain Jim Edmonds hit forty home runs? Well, if you give me two I'm, seconds, I can tell you
0: one hundred percent. Well, if that's did. not fun. That's I was not saying, the game. Like, I, I'm, pr- I, I'm pretty sure he did.
1: That's
2: <laughs> not the game. You can't cheat. How I'm, much I, do we care games. about perfection? How much do we yes. care about going so for the guys? So, if gusta?
0: we care about perfection, then we then we go with a Pujols from Maguire. For so, sure. who, who do you think has fewer uh, votes? McKenzie, Maguire or Pujols? I want to be upset when I find out Jim Edmonds hit forty he two probably, home runs for the Angels. Probably well, not the Angels for the Cardinals.
2: I'm going to tell you in a second, because once we put in that, I'm going to put in the other name on mine, and you're going to be pissed. I'm going to put in McGuire. I putting, think Maguire's a little less. A I'm, I'm, little less recent. I'm putting in Edmonds on mine. McGuire, 39%. Did Edmonds
0: hit 40? 8%, 8% uh, Jim Edmonds. That's Woo! true. Woo! <laughs> Woo! All right. Now, this is, we want rare Yankees, right? Yep. Now, that's the thing. Rare Yankees. I mean, you, uh, we know Maris. We know. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do, like, Alex Rodriguez or Yeah, recent ones. Al- uh,
2: Alfonso Soriano, 40-40 club. Oh, uh, that's true. He definitely hit 40.
0: Yeah. I think we should do Soriano. That's a good one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go Soriano. Alfonso Soriano is a miss. Oh, boy. He probably did that for the Cubs, damn you're, it. You're an
1: idiot. I can't believe you put Soriano. Who would have suggested? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go. On. I'm gonna go with Jason Giambi. I bet nobody's thinking of Jason Giambi.
0: How about two percent for Jason Giambi? He huh? By the way, Soriano did it for Washington in oh. 2006.
2: Oh. 39 for the Yankees. In I'm sorry, Scott. You've been yeah.
0: eliminated. I know. I've been eliminated. Now I can't even. Oh no! Oh no, I you six. can still go. You could still run it out here. Oh. Okay, so.
2: Yankees. If, you know
0: McKenzie. If you never threw out that name, I wouldn't have even. I was so happy it. with
2: that name. I was so happy, <laughs> and he did hit
0: 40. But yeah, it 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 uh, let's goodness. go.
1: Yankees, who also played for the Atlanta Braves. Um, I've got a really good one. That I'm almost, I, I think, is going to be a very low percentage. The easy one is going to be Brian McCann. I think that's what most people will put.
0: I have a question, okay. like. No, no, he didn't play for the Braves. I'm like trying to go back like '90s. I'm I, like, that's
1: where I'm going. Watch this. Let me see what do you, what percentage am I going to get here? Five percent. I just got with my guy.
0: Of uh, Brian McCann? No. Oh, Deion Sanders. That's incredible. Yeah. That's an incredible. This answer. is kind
1: of this. So I do well on the scores because my baseball knowledge is it's a little older. bit old. Yeah so i don't i don't know the more recent guys as well so i have to kind of draw back on some uh some lesser ball players
0: i clicked Deion sanders in the wrong uh box so i got another miss <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's You're terrible at this game
0: well that's uh, the that's the thing here is you have to like you have to click it in the right box yeah like cause my my mouse clicked the wrong box all right so where are we now yankees and colorado rockies the yeah. Rockies are tough because the, I,
1: I don't like I said I've got an older baseball knowledge and the Rockies are not very old.
0: Um, Matt Holiday. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like everyone's gonna say that because he's uh, the most famous Rocky. But how what about, many are there? What about Octavio Dotel?
2: Okay, there. He played
0: for twelve hundred teams. Are you sure that that's a no? Let's let's just do uh, Matt Holiday. We know Matt Holiday for a fact. Okay, DJ
2: Lemayhew.
1: Oh, everyone's gonna say. LeMahieu. I think Matt Holiday will be more rare. Six percent, Matt Holiday. That's a good poll.
0: Yeah,
2: oh, I got eight percent. I did it before you. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I, I
0: think Lemayhu is going to be the most popular answer. Okay, can we so, check this? Oh, I'll, well, I'll you th-
2: can check it at the end.
0: Well, I'll type in Lemayhu. It'll tell you yeah. at the end the most popular answers. I'm going to type in Lemayhu and see what happens. So forty-one Rock- percent Lemayhu. Rockies, Cardinals. Arenado is the the. No one Arenado is the game. Yeah,
1: I don't know any other one, so I'm tempted to just put Arenado in.
0: If you want to get it right, you have to go Arenado.
1: Yeah, you're okay.
2: perfect so far. Let's keep that going. We're going to go yeah.
1: Arenado. Tigers, Rockies. This is a tough one. This is where things have uh, have come to a halt for me. I, you know what? I'm going to skip Tigers-Rockies. I'm going to go back to that.
0: By the way, I found a guy that's 4% Cardinals and Rockies. Randall Grichuk. Okay. Yeah. Cardinals-Braves. Wait, wait. What, where are we at right now? Cardinals-Tigers? I, I, sk- I
1: skipped Rockies-Tigers because I can't think of one right now, so I'm, I'm going to go back to that.
0: Uh,
1: Cardinals-Braves. I know Edgar Renteria. I can't know. I can't think of anyone else, and I feel like Edgar Renteria is not famous enough that it's probably going to get me a less than ten
0: percent score. Wait, wait, you're saying on what team? What are you talking about? Braves, Cardinals, Braves, Cardinals, Braves, Cardinals yeah. Edgar Renteria. Yeah. Can you think of anyone better? I'm still trying to think of Tigers and Rockies right now. Um, we'll come back to that. Braves and, I mean, people are probably screaming in their cars right now. I know. Like an <laughs> obvious answer. Let's go. Renteria is a good answer. Okay. Good answer. Yeah.
1: Edgar Renteria. Oh, 2%. That's a nice. great answer. That's a good Just answer so far. We are teamwork makes the dream work. Right? All right. So now we've got two boxes left. We're on our way to perfection. Okay. Rockies, Tigers, and Tigers Braves. Tigers Braves, I have one off the off the dome. Tigers Braves.
0: Oh, I'm still thinking of Tigers. In fact,
1: I, yeah. Tigers Braves, Gary Sheffield. I don't remember. What? Yeah. You don't remember what Gary Sheffield with who? Braves. Oh, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Sheffield. Oh, yeah. I mean, no Sheffield with Tigers for a couple years. Yeah. One year at the Braves. 2002,
1: 2003.
0: Good
2: call.
1: Okay. 4%. Gary's. Oh, that's a good one, too. Okay. Rockies, Tigers. It's all come down to this. I, I, I honestly... And we only I, have one guess? I. We only have one guess. And I don't have any confident answer. You know who I thought about when I said the Yankees, Rockies, Octavio Dotel. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain he falls into the
0: category of Rockies and Tigers as well. I feel like you can you can just put put him on every team in Major League Baseball. Edwin Jackson is a guy you can almost do that with. That's yeah, you could. Do that. It's like Dotel and Jackson are the ones that we do it. Um, so I'm gonna go Octavio oh. Dotel.
2: The Josh Johnson of the MLB. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Let's go Dotel. I like it.
2: Octavio Dotel. Yeah. I got it.
0: Parody score? Three. Yep. 133. That's a good score. Let's see today's stats. I have enough. CJ Crone played one year for the Tigers. Oh, that would have been a good one.
2: You're not going to stop and say, hey, by the way, second perfect. Grid for AJ over here. Congratulations! Uh, I'm getting CJ
1: Crone by the way. Forty percent. CJ Crone most popular answer. Yeah. Oh, Uh, Where do you see the most popular answer? So you hit stats at the end. So the most popular answers: Tigers, Rockies. CJ Crone. Tigers, Braves. Justin Upton. Forty home run season. Miguel Cabrera. Uh Cardinals, Rockies. Nolan Arenado. Fifty percent. Marcel Ozuna. uh, Great. Thirty-eight percent.
0: Easy. Pujols obviously. Pujols fifty-one
1: percent. Across the bottom, the Yankees, Rockies, DJ LeMahieu, forty-one, Josh Donaldson, seventeen, Aaron Judge, forty-five. Of course, everyone's going to say Aaron Judge. Yeah, That's right. Jason Giambi was the money pick right there.
2: So, what was the rarities? What does the rarity score mean? One thirty-eight. Uh,
1: I don't really know how to calculate it. To be honest, good. Like it, 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 it says
0: it, here that there's some people. Uh, one person got a sixty-seven.
2: Because lower is better, I guess you're adding up the percentages.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to do this, but this is a fun game. This yeah. is this is good. I feel like we should do one of these on every show.
2: I feel like we should bet
0: it.
1: I feel like if we do one every show, people will hate our show. But <laughs> it was it was a fun experiment. It's a good, good good way to shine the light on the game. Can uh, we, do
0: they have these in other sports too? I I saw that they were
1: gonna they're gonna start having them. I haven't seen any of them yet. Okay, so I, I'm I'm for
2: other sports. I would like to see them do it in other sports. I think I'd make AJ minus one forty over you, Scott. He just won two immaculate. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you,
1: like it's. I'm very limited. I I, I got lucky to, I did, again two days in a row, and I've been playing for about a week now.
0: I also think though, like AJ's going for the rarity score, and I think I would just go for just trying to the get all, dunks. just trying right. to get the nine. Like you would go, I'd go Miguel Cabrera, I'd go Aaron Judge. Like just tr- let's just holes. Like I'm just trying to fill it up. As long as I can go nine for nine, I'm happy. AJ's trying to get the rarity score,
2: which is a nice bonus. higher variance game. That is, it's a nice bonus.
0: Yeah, I like that though. That's a good job. Much better than Wordle. Oh, I I hate it. Dominates when when people posted the Wordle stuff on Twitter, I couldn't stand it. I don't I don't care what score you had on a on a word on, on Wordle. But you care that I've gone nine for nine two straight days. It's impressive. Make it thank three you. for three and thank you. We'll call that a streak. We'll see. Speaking of streaks, there are several pregame pros on some hot winning streaks at pregame.com, and you can get one of their best bets for an incredible discount. Now, how how do you do that? It's easy. Use our promo code, Fireworks20, in the spirit of the 4th of July. Yeah, it's still it's like 4th of July weekend, and this is 4th of July week. And even though it's Friday and this is the following weekend, we're still celebrating. Fireworks20, because you know why people are still lighting them off? Because they just have them, and they didn't use them all. And now you, get, true. And you can get them much cheaper now, because oh, yeah. after the 4th oh, of July. Yeah. It's like getting candy after Halloween. Fireworks after 4th of July, so much cheaper. Fireworks20 is going to get you 20% off at pregame.com and if you haven't done so already make sure you head to pregame.com and sign up to become a member for free because as a new member you get a free $25 site credit where you can use that on anything you like like a daily best bet or $25 off of a Weekender All-Access from your favorite pregame pro or a 7-day All-Access or our new second half of the Major League Baseball season package or any of our variety, any of our discounted packages up on pregame.com. Just go to the website, check it out, sign up. If you're a member already, then use our promo code FIREWORKS20 for 20% off your purchase. For Mackenzie Rivers and A.J. Hoffman, no tugging on the back of Victor Wembinyama. I'm Scott Sidenberg. We're straight out of Vegas, AM i oh.